What is up, people? Hey, how you guys doing? It is your boy, Elra Sean Lewis, a.k.a. Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lewis, whatever you want to call me. It's I'm all the same person. I'm sorry. I just That's just, you know, I, 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 I do everything under different aliases, not to hide from anybody. Just having fun. That's just my idea of fun. But, um, hey, I'm glad you guys are joining me on today. Thank you guys for being a part of uh, Lutown Productions and uh the pain fighter movement and everything else like that i'm glad that you guys are constantly tuning in i thank you for the love i thank you for the support um for those of you who were trying to get in contact with me over my facebook account unfortunately my facebook account has been hacked so that is part of the reason you know why um there's been uh, a big lack of activity on the account because uh, both of my accounts I have kind of through Facebook. So I had to kind of like get back into this account and it, yeah, it's a whole big weird thing. Plus, I got good news for you guys. Um, Lutheran Productions, as, as I keep telling you guys, we're moving forward. You got the last bit of moving forward that I told you guys we were doing. Um, we were on... Uh, we're moving over to YouTube, you know, we're putting videos up on YouTube, which, you know, we will be getting back to that very soon. Um, but now we are currently working on our own channel. We have the channel, but now it's just more or less, uh, a lot of maintenance that we've got to do to, you know, keep it running and so forth and so forth. But we got the channel. We are moving forward here at Lutheran Productions. The Pain Fighter Movement is moving forward. So if you guys want any more information, uh, uh, unfortunately, please don't reach out to me on my dog on Facebook because it's uh, whoever took it over, they've got some female up there that's just looking, um, yeah, um, not like a proper lady, if you understand what I'm saying. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not good, but... Um, if you guys want to reach me, reach out to me um, via email uh, at uh, lrashawnlewis at gmail.com or lrashawnlewis at yahoo.com. That's L-R-A-S-H-A-U-N-L-E-W-I-S at yahoo.com or at gmail.com. And just make sure that you put on the email, uh, put on there, just I'm a pain fighter. That's put that so that then this way I know, you know, when I go into my emails, I check I check my emails every day. When I go into my emails, I know, you know what I'm saying. Put that as the subject heading, so that then this way I know to make sure to save those emails and respond to them as fast as I can. But without further ado, um, you guys know who I am: Lyle Lewis, aka uh, Sean Lou, Reverend Lyle Lewis, aka Sean Lou, um, and. I am a minister at the Word of Adventist Church. That's correct. I am not the pastor. And the reason why I make sure to tell everybody, I say this in all of my messages, so in this way, if anyone comes to the church or anything like that, then you know that I, you know, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm bigger than what I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a minister at the church um, who, unfortunately, and it's, of course, uh, no fault to anybody in the church my pastor or anybody i don't get too much of an opportunity to preach in the church because a lot of times i'm working but i still have the desire and the passion to spread the word of god so you know i asked the lord to make help me make room for my gift and this is the direction he pointed me at put me on a podcast so um i'm happy to be with you guys like i said i'm reverend lyle lewis aka sean lou 
I am a minister of the Word of Evangelistic Church where the pastor is Prophet Willis C. Townsend. That is right. I am not the pastor. Prophet Willis C. Townsend is the pastor, the co-pastor's prophet in East Townsend. I'm a minister that presides under my pastor, Prophet Townsend. Um, he is my teacher, my spiritual leader, and you know, I like I always tell you, if you guys like what you hear from me, you gonna love what you hear from him. Matter of fact, the message that I'm teaching on today is a message. He he, the message he man, look. I encourage anyone who has the opportunity to go to YouTube, go to YouTube. Please go to YouTube and check out my pastor, Prophet Willie C. Townsend. He's all over YouTube. Um, and he just did a message on how a Christian becomes lukewarm. And that is what I'm going to be teaching on today. And the reason why I'm teaching on it is because I understand that there are some of you, when I look at my demographics, um, there are some of you the statistics they give us certain statistics and things like that they there are some of you that that unfortunately you can't watch youtube you can't you know what i'm saying you don't have access to youtube somehow some way the only thing you have access to is a podcast so to be sure that you guys are getting you know what i'm saying good messages and so forth and so forth the pa- the messages i hear from my pastor you know what i'm saying the messages that i get from when i study you know that this is what i bring to you guys you know messages that he's preached or messages that you know god has laid on my spirit to preach either way it's still the lord landing on my spirit but you know there's some that you know this is what i've studied and the lord has put it on my heart to to give to you and then there's other messages where my pastor preached it and then the lord has me give you you know what i'm saying something i'm passing it along like the bible says commit what you heard unto faithful men so you know, either way, it's all the word of God and I'm not going to do nothing but give you the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But like I said, today is going to be about uh, becoming lukewarm. OK. And it's coming from the scripture where uh, Jesus had said, um, because you're neither hot nor cold, but because you are lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth now. The problem with individuals, you know, being lukewarm is, is, is it shows that you're caught between two spirits. Now, being caught between two spirits, for those of you that don't know, it means that more or less you're in, in, in common terms of what most, what you'll mostly hear is you're on the fence. You're playing both sides. You know, you're a hypocrite. You don't know if you want to be saved or you don't know if you want to be a sinner. You're religious. These are all terms that mostly fall under the category of being lukewarm. More or less, you're somebody who you don't know what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? One minute you want to be saved, the next minute you don't want to be saved. One minute you're acting like a Christian, the next minute you're acting like a sinner. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you. But mostly, 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 you know what I'm saying? You got to understand that, you know, lukewarm, people who are lukewarm, mostly, in most cases, are people who were saved and on fire for God. But then they lost a lot of that zeal or a lot of that determination or love or interest in God. And then next thing you know, they wound up being somebody who was just kind of just floating in the church, just, you know, just unseen and whatnot but you got to understand that when you know jesus christ said i'll spew you out of my mouth meaning what he's going to reject you see my pastor he brought out a very good point last night when he was preaching this message he was saying that look at the look at the individual a lot of people ask if i'm lukewarm does this mean i'm saved you got to understand 
and I'm going to get into what he was saying. You got to understand that when you are lukewarm, there is no such thing as once in Christ, always in Christ. See, that's where Satan, he, 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 he deceives a lot of people to where they become lukewarm, believing that just because I got saved, I'm okay. Just because I got saved and I believe in Christ, um, you know, uh, I don't have to go through all these extremes and this and that and this. Look, when the word of God says that you have to do certain things, I suggest you do those certain things. It's the reason why God made it to where the word of God came. You sent the word of God to us. These are supposed to be instructions that we are supposed to follow. These are supposed to be uh, 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 information um inspiration and, and, and all these other kinds of things. That's the reason why the Bible said these things were written for our ammunition. In other words, these things were written for our instruction for learning, for our encouragement to, uh, to move on in the right way. These things were put in place so that in this way we know what the right way to go is. They weren't just written in the book just because. See, don't listen to a lot of these people who want to tell you. And that's another thing that gets a lot of people lukewarm, going around the wrong people. And we're going to go into all these different things, uh, you know, time permitting, uh, that causes an individual to become lukewarm. But, you know, being lukewarm, one, you know, let's go ahead and let's dive into it. Becoming lukewarm. One thing that causes a person to become lukewarm is going around the wrong type of people. Now, in the process of us going around the wrong types of people, it causes where their conversation, their actions, the things that they are doing, it can cause you to either A, become confused or disencouraged in God. Okay, how do how so? Okay, now you look at an individual how they're living, right? Now you, what happens is Satan does his best to, to to just poke at your mind until he can punch his way through. And what I mean by that, meaning he's gonna constantly keep trying to talk to you until he can get to a point where he can hold a conversation with you. We're not supposed to be holding conversations with Satan. Just rebuke him and move on. Ignore him after the rebuke. Just rebuke him, ignore him, move on. That's all you're supposed to do. But what happens is Satan keeps trying to, he keeps scratching and clawing and poking and prodding until he can actually get to a, a soft spot. What do I mean a soft spot? Meaning like, you know, you may be ignoring Satan, Satan, you're all this time. Just you're ignoring him. Everything he says, you're just ignoring him. You're pushing it off. And then next thing you know, he says something and it causes you to pay attention to it. He says something and it causes you to start giving thought to it. He says something and it causes you to. You get what I'm saying? There's, 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 there. Instead of having you know, Satan, the Lord rebuke you, you move on. He causes that, that, that one where he, he gets that open opportunity. When you're watching how people are living out there, what happens is that Satan winds up getting into that one nook and cranny of your life to where it's like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Here's how this is going to happen. Now, the word of God told you this, but look at how they're living. See, Satan starts trying to bring up things. Mind you, remember, Satan is a liar. But what does he bring? Satan, understand this, even though Satan is the, the father of lies, he does not lie all the time. A lot of times he tells the truth on stuff. You know what I'm saying? The truth is, hold it. Here's the truth. The truth is, is that Satan will bring something to your mind and he'll say, look, they're not living a bad life. And you look at them on the outside, yeah, they're not living a bad life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they might be happy living the way they are. Maybe they might be happy living the same. Maybe. Maybe. But what were you told in the word of God? But see, Satan will use that 
And then that's what happens when, you know, especially, especially for people who are really struggling and going through, you get it where Satan really attacks their mind because Satan is like, why are you putting forth all this effort? And I speak this from experience. Mind you, I've, I've rebuked Satan and I've moved on. I haven't like, I don't hold conversation with him. But again, like I said, I have this experience. So I pass it on to you. When I was really, really, really going through, I mean, I was a time in my life where I was just, it was just a nonstop battle every day from the time I wake up to the time I went to sleep. It was just a constant nonstop battle. Satan will constantly just have me showing me all kinds of other people saying, look, they're not struggling. They're living happy. They're living easy. They're this, they're that. You know what I'm saying? I just rebuke Satan. I move on. I go on, you know, trying to just keep, stay, keep my mind focused on God keep my mind in the best position to where, you know, um, I stay as spiritual minded as possible, keep my mind in a position where I can stay as positive as possible. But of course, Satan is always going to be there nagging. Now, it's not to say that I was sitting there listening to him. It's not to say that I was hearing the conversation, I was listening to the conversation, but again, he's presenting himself. So I'm telling you how he was presenting himself to me. He's causing me to look, he wants me to look at sinners he wants me to look at people who have backslid from God. And that's all it being lukewarm is, is basically people in a backslidden state. He wants me to look at other people who were once so-called on fire for God. Or look at people who they're, they're, you know what I'm saying, they claim to be on fire for God. They look to be on fire for God in the church. But outside of the church, you know, they're living a, 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 they're living in a lukewarm type of, they're living a lukewarm type of life. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, look, things are working for them. Life's good for them. You know, and he's trying to convince me to go and become lukewarm. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to fight. Hey, you think, how much do you think they're fighting? How much do you think this and that? Understand this. Now, I pray, I praise God that one, I have my own mind. Okay, that's number one. I praise God, number two, that I've been taught the truth of the word of God. Because see, you know, it's the word of God, me constantly listening to it and accepting the word of God that kept me on fire for God. It's me seeking after God that kept me on fire for God. It's my love and dedication of me trying to constantly uh, 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 get better and better in God that kept me to where I didn't ever become lukewarm in God. You get what I'm saying? So when Satan would bring those things to me, when he would try to show me all these other people and what they were doing, and that had no effect on me because of the simple fact that I kept my focus on God. It wasn't that I was listening or looking at other people in the sense of like I'm watching them and I'm like, oh, I wonder. See, that's how he got Eve. That's how Satan got Eve. When he, 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 he caught her attention when he realized that she was wondering about the apple and he started talking to her about things that she was curious about. Now, here's the thing. We don't necessarily know how curious Eve was from the beginning about the apple. We don't necessarily know. It could have been that Satan was just constantly influencing her about the apple. Or it could have been that she just had a natural, you know, just a natural curiosity about it. But either way, when Satan came in and started talking to her, notice how he latched on to something she was paying attention to. You know what I'm saying? Now, why do I say that? Now, does this mean that I was paying attention to the people? I seen them. I notice them. I can't help but see it. I can't help but see people, you know what I'm saying? But it's not that I'm watching them wondering like, man, I wish or anything. No, like I said, you see them. It's just like anybody, like, you know, if something is put in front of you, you can't help but see it. So when Satan's seeing that I'm seeing this, he tried to use that as, an, as, as leverage to get into my mind, leverage to get into my spirit. I pushed that off. You know what I'm saying? 
Now that's just from people's lifestyle. Now, like I said, he also comes in through conversation. How does he come in through conversation? By speaking against the word of God, by speaking against the things of God. You get people who they join these churches, right? And I'm talking about people who join good churches. I'm not talking about people who join these religious churches and you know, these churches that they're not teaching anything and they're basically leading the people to hell. I'm talking about they join good churches that are actually teaching them something that's worth help, that's gonna help them get into heaven, okay? If you guys listen to my teaching and listen to Prophet Townsend's teaching, you will hear that we teach a lot about how there's a lot of churches out there deceiving people. By all means, go back and listen to the playlist. I got tons of tons of messages that, that speak about this. And go to YouTube, by all means. Go listen to me on YouTube or go listen to the Word Evangelistic Church on YouTube with Prophet Townsend. I promise you, if you're somebody who's trying to grow spiritually, if you're trying somebody who's trying to live truly saved, you listen to Prophet Townsend. You will you will make it in, okay? You listen to me, you'll make it in. But again, he taught me. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I would always refer you to the greater because I know I know for a fact that this man of God is preaching good stuff right along with me. You know, I, I teach what I what he's taught me. You know, he taught me how to break the word of God down. It's messages that I get out of inspiration from him. So, you know, that's kind of how that's rolling. All right. So. So, um, with everything that's going on, um, so I'm sorry, uh, there was a bit of a distraction. Okay. So, uh, but like I said, uh, um, now going on to, into the conversation, what do I mean the conversation now, now mind you, when you, when you talk about conversation, conversation can, you know, have two meanings. It can mean, of course, what somebody's speaking out of their mouth, but then it also could mean, you know, their conversation, meaning their lifestyle. Okay, we covered the lifestyle part. Okay, now what we're going to cover is the actual conversation. In other words, what they're saying to you. See, people will try to influence you. You go to a church, you join a good church, right? And in the process of you joining a good church, uh, they come and they say, well, why are you doing this? Well, why are you doing that? You know, your tithes are supposed to be paid like this. Notice, but before, notice how before, when you, before you were living for God, nobody had anything to say about your lifestyle. Nobody could care, they could care less about your lifestyle. They didn't care that you were sleeping around with different men and different women. They didn't care that you were ruining your marriage, that you were ruining your life, that you were ruining your health. They didn't care about the alcohol and the drugs and the, and, and the tobacco and they didn't care about any of that. They didn't care that you were wasting your money or anything like that. But notice when you get in God, now they've got something to say. Well, why would you do all this for the church? Oh, you're paying all your money to the church. Oh, you're giving this and you're doing that. Now, mind you, you're on fire for God. You got saved. You're on fire for God. You're like, man, I'm, I'm really trying to live saved. Because see, the only way you can be on fire for God, you can't be on fire for God being religious. You have to be saved, meaning you have to be completely dedicated. Your life is dedicated to living for God, living for his glory, living for uh, the upbuilding of his kingdom. You're not no longer living for yourself. You gave up selfishness and all these other kinds of things to put on Christ. In other words, to put on the lifestyle of God, to be more like Christ, to strive to make it into heaven. That is what you've done. That's what you were trying to do when you got saved. That is what your mission is to live a life that is glorifying God, okay? When they see that you've done that, now they wanna come and talk to you and talk against everything that you're doing. 
Now they want to say, oh, you shouldn't do this, or, you know, you're doing all this with your money, you should save your money, or, you know, why are you paying all this money in tithes and offering, or why are you giving all of your time, why do you got to be in church so much, you can miss a Sunday, it ain't going to kill you. See, they try to say all these things, and what happens is, is you get those who listen to what these people are saying, they allow them to have a greater influence in their life than the word of God. See, when you get saved, your influence, your greatest influence should be the word of God, should be the spirit of God, should be the things of God, not people. This is the reason why Jesus Christ said, if you love mother, brother, sister greater than you love me, you're not worthy of me. Why would he say that? Because God should be the only person that influences you from that day forward. Things of God, the word of God, the spirit of God, not people. Because see, if people have a greater influence over you, they're not going to tell you to move on in God, majority of them. You know what I'm saying? And even if it's a Christian, if there's another person that has a greater influence, you got to understand that Christian didn't buy your soul. That Christian didn't die for your soul. That Christian didn't redeem your soul. God did through the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the reason why he said, hold it. Basically what Christ is saying, like, hey, there's nobody who's coming down here for you but me. I'm the way, the truth, and the light. Notice what the word of God says. These are all the things that are in the word of God. Those of you who say you study, these are, you know, that these are all things that I'm coming from the word of God. I'm not coming from my own doctrine or my own mind or anything like that. This is all in the word of God. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, there's no way to get to my father, but by or through me. So therefore, if the only way that you can get to a light, to get to God, get to heaven, get to pleasing God is through Christ. Why would you let another person be able to influence you? Why would you let another person be able to tell you what should and should not be or how they No, The only person who should tell you is your spiritual leader, the pastor that God puts you under because God entrusted your soul into their hands to lead you, to instruct you, to guide you. It's the same way with me and my pastor. God placed my soul in. God has my soul in his hands. But unfortunately, he has to have a way to instruct me. So that's the reason why he has a man of God, the pastor, or my pastor, Prophet Townsend, to instruct me. He placed me in his hand as a member of his church. So that then this way, the only words that are influencing me are the words of God, through and by the man of God, preached through and by the spirit of God. See, my prophet, my pastor is tied in with God. If you don't believe me, go listen to him. You know what I'm saying? You, a lot of people, you know, you, I heard all kinds of stuff. People try to tell, talk to me and tell me things against my brother. Oh, well, that's a cult. And oh, well, uh, you know, you, 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 you just let this man brainwash you and all this other kind of stuff. Understand this. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when I say it. people's conversation will try to influence you. People are trying to tell me, oh, that's a cult. Why are they trying to tell me that? To disencourage me from following but they didn't have anything else better. But they were just trying to say that to try to weaken my mind. Oh, well, you let him brainwash you. Why? Because they honestly thought that I cared about what they thought. See, understand this. When I got saved, I could care less about what anybody else thought, what anybody else had to say. Because I said, I'm going for God. I'm going to dedicate my life to God. I'm going to dedicate my life 
to the things of God, to the spirit of God, to the word of God, to the service of God. I want to be somebody who is of service and of use to God in the kingdom of God. I made my mind up. See, when an individual becomes lukewarm, you become, you know, off balance. What do I mean off balance? Meaning in your mind, you don't know which way you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Now, see, here's the thing. Uh, 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 when you're cold, you can be converted to hot. When you're hot, the Lord can really use you to do things. But when you're lukewarm, you're caught between two spirits. In other words, you're caught between a double mind. You don't know which way you want to go. You don't know if you want to go up. You don't know if you want to go down. You don't know if you want to go left or right. You're just caught. And in other words, you're confused. See, an individual that's, that's lukewarm, they don't, they, 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 Look, they, they're professing salvation, but they're not showing the works of salvation. Or they're professing salvation of what they used to be. And they're trying to hold on to that. I used to be this. Oh, years ago, I did this and I did that. It's not about what you're doing back then. You were on fire back then. Are you on fire today? That's what matters. Does the spirit of God still register with you today as it did yesterday? Does it register with you today like it did 5, 10, 20 years ago? Are you still on fire? Are you still in full service of God? Are you still pushing and striving? Are you still fighting for your ministry? Are you still fighting to be a good Christian? Are you still in the faith? Fully. Fully. See, an individual that's on fire for God is an individual that's on God. They're on, they're on point for God fully. It's all in for them. They're not, they're not like... like putting their toe in the water. No, 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 no. They're just full on cannonball. They're full on swan diving into the water. They're not like, ah, oh, um, and they're trying to like tiptoe in. Uh-uh. They're not, they're not the people standing at the bank of the, of, of the river with they're just up to their knees in the water. No, they're the people that's fully submerged. So you've got those people. See, you've got, here's the thing. You either have those that are standing on the riverbank those that are just standing probably waist deep in the water and those that are in the water, they're in the deep end. I'm one of those people in God, I'm in the deep end, all right? And I'm trying to go deeper. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to go in, in, in as far as I can go. Because like I said, individuals who want fire for God, it's all, it's all. It's just, we're just going forward. We're moving forward. We're all in the whole way. People who are lukewarm, they're just kind of like, uh, um, I don't know. And now, see, here's the problem. You know what I'm saying? People who are cold, like I said, they can be converted to hot. You know what I'm saying? God can use them because they, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's just a matter of just getting them, you know what I'm saying? Getting them in the fire. You know what I'm saying? Don't, not just having them stand around the fire, getting them in the fire, you know, getting them fully submerged in the fire so that they can get on fire for God. People who are lukewarm, Again, they don't know what they want to do. They, 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 they're unsure of who they are. But see, here's the thing. Here's the reason why being lukewarm and being in that state is an abomination unto God is because one, like the Lord said, a just weight is his delight. You know what I'm saying? Off balance is an abomination to God. When you're not somebody who's fully convinced, I mean, the Lord doesn't look at that very highly. Why? Imagine if Christ was off balance. Imagine if Christ was on the fence. Ah, oh, do I want to go to the cross? I don't think I want to go. One day he wants to, you know, he's out there, you know, saying that he wants to save the world. And then the next day he's like, well, you know, um, I don't know if the people really would want me to do this. I don't know if I really want to go through all of that. 
But because Christ was all in. Christ was all in. He didn't take back. He didn't falter. He didn't have a double mind. He said, Lord, you prepare me a body. I will go. And he went. You see, these people who are lukewarm, they don't know what they want to do. And in the process of them not knowing what they want to do, you look at a lot of, okay, prime example. You look at a lot of people who are lukewarm in God. You know, they're, they're lukewarm, they're religious, they're backsliders in the church. Who's the ones, who's the main ones that's giving the church a bad name? It ain't the sinners that's giving the church a bad name. It's these folks who are religious. It's these folks who are lukewarm. It's these folks who are backslid from God, who were once on fire for God. This is a man who, oh, he's a great minister and this and that, that and this. He's preaching heaven down. And then you come to find out that um, um, outside the church, he's, he's sleeping around with women that aren't his wife. This deacon is doing this and that in the church. Yeah, he's on fire for God and this and that. So it seems in the church, but then you get him out of church. He's out there drinking and smoking everything up. See, these lukewarm people, they wind up bringing like, uh, uh, it, 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 it's like a disgrace almost. You know what I'm saying? It's like basically it's like a disgrace because it's like when we're trying to convert people, if I'm trying to convert you to God and I'm trying to tell you about God and this and that and this and I'm showing you the example of my life and I'm saying, hey, look, I'm living all that I know how. Look at what's going on here. The Lord don't work this out for me and the Lord don't work that out for me. Then you get this other person that's lukewarm comes up and they're basically like, you ain't got to do all that. Look, I'm doing this and everything is like that. You wind up converting somebody to be deceived like you are. I mean, like they are. You get what I'm saying? They come in. If I'm trying to talk to you saying, hey, come on the side of Christ. And they're like, yeah, well, this is what you can do. They're not guiding you to Christ. Why? How? If God speaks against being lukewarm, how, is they, how are they guiding you to Christ? How are they guiding you to Christ when here it is they're not living a proper lifestyle? How are they guiding you to Christ when they're not living the way that the Lord wants them to live? They're not obeying the word of God the way that the Lord expects them to obey the word of God. See, spiritually... You can't go back to being cold. Okay? What do I mean you can't go back to being cold? Now, mind you, now, you listen to what my pastor was saying. He was saying, you know, a lot of people, they're going back to being cold. Now, understand this. When he was saying that they're going back to being cold, that basically means like, okay, basically they shut the fire off. You know what I'm saying? They quench the spirit of God. You know what I'm saying? But notice... You go from being on fire. Now, you didn't cut the fire off. Now, notice you, the temperature starts to drop. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I say you can't go back to being cold, in other words, there is no... You, you're, 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 your mind has already been converted. You know what I'm saying? So now you just more or less dial back to you're on the fence. Because once you have the knowledge of God, there is no more. You can't go back to not having the knowledge of God. See, people that are cold are people who, A, they probably don't have the knowledge of God, they've never been saved before, anything like that. When my pastor was talking about these folks go back to being cold, in other words, they shut the fire off, they quench the fire. That's what he means when he says people go back to being cold. You know what I'm saying? So basically, it's like, I mean, it's like, okay, you anybody who's ever put their hand in the lukewarm water, there's, you know what I'm saying, you feel cold water. You feel the cold water. You feel hot and cold water. You know what I'm saying? Basically, okay, I'll put it to you like this. 
If you've ever sat in a nice hot bath for a long period of time, that water turns cold, but you get it where somebody else will come in and they'll touch the water like, yeah, no, it feels fine. It's, 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 it's warm, but to you, it's cold. You get what I'm saying? That's the same way it is to God. To God, you've gone cold. You've burned out. You can never go back to not being saved. And when I say not being saved, I don't mean to... Let me correct what I said. You can never go back to um, uh, um, not having the knowledge of God. You know what I'm saying? There is no such thing as once saved, always saved. You can never go back to not having the knowledge of God. You can never go back to somebody who, once you have the knowledge of God, because if you notice, people who have backslidden from God, they still try to talk about God all the time. People who are in that lukewarm state, they try to talk about God, although they don't have the lifestyle to back it up. They try to go, oh, praise God, thank God, this God, that God. You know, I, I pray to God. I th- they, 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 they try to talk about God, but you know they don't have God because they're in a backslidden state. When you're in a backslidden state, you don't have God. You're professing to have God. But what did Jesus Christ say? He said, because you're neither hot nor cold, I'll spew you out. I reject you. Because you're somebody who's trying to do things your way. You're somebody who's trying to come in through another way. Spiritually, you cannot go back. You can't go back to just being completely cold. You can't go back to not having the knowledge of God. You can't go back to just, you, you don't know nothing about salvation. You, you have the knowledge now. So if you're hot, you can only go back to being lukewarm. But here's the thing. Lukewarm can only get... Lukewarm is only... This is a, a lukewarm, okay, so mind you, you become lukewarm by having it be where you lose interest in the things of God. Your efforts, your zeal, your feelings, your thoughts, those things cause you to draw back in God. Lukewarm is you done drew back in God, right? Lukewarm can get hot again. But again, now this goes back to, now this, just like I said, this, it's a lack thereof. You become lukewarm by lack of effort and things of like this, but you become luke, but you become hot again by putting in those same efforts, by taking everything that you did to get become lukewarm and putting it in reverse and going forward again. See, what happens is, again, people lose zeal. They lose interest. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they lose the love for God. They stop studying. They stop praying. They stop seeking after God and things like that. Can an individual get hot with Yes. Yes, sure they can. But here's the thing. See, when individuals become lukewarm, you know, now, you know, it's going to take the word of God to get you back to being hot. You have to follow the instructions of the word of God. You have to get yourself back into God completely. But see, here's the problem with that. See, 
once Satan gets you into a lukewarm state, there is no, it's not going to be easy to get back to hot. It's not. It's going to take time. It is going to take time and effort and energy to really get yourself back to where you should be and further than that. See, this is the reason why you, you don't, don't allow yourself to get in a backslidden state in the first place. You know what I'm saying? You can get a re, you can get your get your fire relit in God, but it's gonna it's up to you. It is up to you. The same way it was up to you to get saved, the same way it was up to you to live safe, it's up to you to regain your status back in God. It's up to you to do it. You can pray to God, He'll give you the instructions. He'll give you some time to get it, you know, grace and mercy and things like that. But it's up to you. God's not going to reinstate you back. You now, God may do something in your life that devastates you to get your attention that you need to get back. You may do that, but it's still up to you to go back. Cold can become lukewarm, but only when they aren't taught properly or they only want to go as far as being religious. So, you got a lot of people who are, they're just, you know, they're not trying to, they're not trying to live safe. But then, you know, they, 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 they go to church and again, these churches aren't teaching them properly. They're not helping them to understand, you know, the word of God, the way that it should be broken down to an individual. They're around other people. You know, they're in these churches where everybody in the churches is, is hypocriting in some kind of way. And then this is all that they know. This is the reason why a lot of, a lot of people who are sinners, they don't want to be in God. Because of the simple fact, they come to churches where everybody's in there hypocritical, lukewarm, religious, and everything else. And so they're like, I'm already doing all this stuff that they're doing. What do I need to come to church for? See, when you go to a church where the people are hot, when you're around a Christian that's hot and on fire for God, and you put them around a lukewarm Christian, there's just like how it was with um, Moses. Uh, uh, Moses and, and, and Pharaoh's magician. There's only so far that the, the lukewarm can go. Just like there's only so far the magicians were able to go. Moses did stuff, the magicians did stuff. Moses did another thing, the magicians did another thing. But after a while, the magicians had to say, oh no, hey, look, no, that's that's the finger of God. They, we can't do that. It's the same way with those of us that are on fire for God and those that are lukewarm. We may both praise God. Hell, you, you get it where a lot of times the people that are lukewarm praise God more than in the church. We praise God. We pray to God. You know what I'm saying? We pay our tithes and offering. But then when you start getting more into the lifestyle, you start getting more into the individuals who are forever, forever trying to strive to live more for God, to do more for God. At some point in time, the lukewarm person is more or less like, it don't take all that. I don't, I'm, I'm not doing that. They're going to fade out. Whereas the person that is on fire for God is going to move forward. They're going to forever be pushing, striving, trying to learn, trying to get more knowledge and wisdom in God, trying to develop more of their spiritual man in God, to be pleasing unto God. Whereas the lukewarm person is going to eventually, they're going to be like, yeah, no, that's as far as I can go. All right. When a man is lukewarm, you know what I'm saying? There's okay, okay. So being lukewarm is like a fluctuation. You're off balance. Okay, we talked about this earlier. When you're lukewarm in God, you're off balance. You, you're not sure of how you're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, 
an unjust weight is an abomination. In other words, an unstable weight in God is an abomination. God wants you level. This is the reason why he said either be hot or be cold because you're one. You're just one. You're not caught between two spirits. You're one temperature. You're either hot or you're cold. You're either on fire for God or you're not. You're serving God or you're not. But see, what happens is, is when people get set into that lukewarm state, this is where Satan can come through and and and, and, and attach spirits to you. Because see, that's, a, that's how you wind up becoming lukewarm. Somewhere, some kind of way, Satan got some kind of influence over your mind. And now, you know what I'm saying? There's, 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 be it that it's your choice or be it that you're deceived or whatever the case may be, there's some kind of, you're, 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 there's some kind of unbalance there to where you're not giving God the full service that he requires. See, look in the Old Testament. When the people went, when the, when the people went and they gave their sacrifice unto God, God had it where he specifically pointed out how the sacrifices were supposed to be, how they were supposed to go, what they exactly were supposed to do. He gave them full detail down to every minor part of what they should do, how they should do it, when they should do it, what kind of altar they should build, everything. And when they didn't do that, they sent up what the Bible called strange fire unto God and the Lord rejected it. And a lot of times he wound up killing those people. Why? Because he gave them the commandments of what it was that was acceptable. That's what it is to become unbalanced and unstable. This is us sending up strange praises strange service in other words like the bible put it strange fire unto god because our lifestyle and the things that we do these are supposed to be our sacrifices unto the lord so this is us sending up a strange sacrifice unto god because he pointed out how we're supposed to do things through and by the word of god but now we're going trying to do things our way we're trying to do things according to our flesh our wisdom our knowledge our understanding our feelings we're not God. This is like the reason why the God said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. How I look at things is not the way that you're going to look at things. God looks at things on a spiritual level. Like he says, and even with people, he says, I look at the heart of man. Man, look at the outer person. I look at the heart. There's so many ways that God looks at things, expects things to be done. But see, when an individual becomes lukewarm, they more or less start trying to look at how they want to do things. They start trying to look at how things should, should be done according to their conveniences, their likes, their dislikes, not God. So they start trying to please God in their own way. The Lord didn't tell us to please God in our own way. He told us to please God the way that he wants us to please God. This is the reason why he set the word of God so that then this way we know what he expects when he's trying. When, when, we, when, when we say we want to please God, this is how you do it. This is how I want you to please. This is what I want. But then when we start trying to veer off and do our own things, it becomes unacceptable unto God. Now see, mind you, acceptance of the word of God and seeking after God keeps us hot. Acceptance of the word of God. In other words, when the word of God is being preached, we're not trying to justify ourselves. If the word of God says we need to give it up, we give it up. We say, Lord, you know, I repent. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wash it clean the blood of Jesus Christ. And from that day forward, 
we leave it alone. If the Lord says you need to start doing something, okay, Lord, consider it done. And from that day forward, we start trying to get this thing implemented in our lives. We start putting forth the effort and getting these things that God said we need to put in our lives. We start putting them in our lives. If he says it's things that we need to start taking out, we start taking them out. We're not trying to make justifications. We're not trying to say, oh, well, I believe this and I think that. No, you don't throw up your feelings. You don't throw up how you think or how you feel or how you want things to be done. You do things the way that God wants you to do them. According to the word of God, our acceptance of the word of God and us seeking after God. What do you mean seeking after God? Spending time with God, praying, studying, meditating, fasting, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you seeking after, you're listening to the word of God. If, if you have a good pastor or, um, um, you know, you're listening to, to me or my pastor, or you, you know, you yourself have a very good pastor that's preaching the word of God. You're listening to the messages. You're constantly listening to those messages so that then this way this stuff can get down into your spirit down in your heart down in your mind embedded within you so that then this way like the bible said from the abundance of the heart you put these things in your heart so that then this way the from the abundance of your heart your service unto god is acceptable because you're doing things the way that he instructs you doing because that's the things that you're putting in your heart you're reading the word of god listening to the word of god accepting all of that not according to your mind, not according to what Satan's telling you, not according to what people are telling you, not according to the, the, what people are doing that you know, you know what I'm saying? Look, when you come into the knowledge of God, you know what's right and wrong. And look, I, there are sinners out there that know when the, what, what is holy and acceptable unto God. They know. They're not doing it, but they know. So there's no point in you coming in acting like, oh, well, look, if the word of God said it, that's what you do. It's that simple. Word of God said, don't do it. Don't do it. See, this is what gets a lot of these lukewarm people confused because they try to do things their way. They try to find a way around how God wants it to be done. And they try to find a way to make it easier for themselves. Don't do that. See, God, like the Bible said, God's not going to put more on you than what you can bear. If God tells you to get rid of it, you can get rid of it. Don't let Satan tell you any different. Don't let man tell you any different. If God is telling you to get saved, I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're a child. I don't care if you're an old man or old woman. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, you're too old. You're too young. You're, no. The day you hear my voice, this is what the word of God says. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. See, like I said earlier, listening to people will get you lukewarm. Listening to people will get you in that state where here it is. It's time to do things to end God. It's time to be saved. And now listening to them, they're going to severe you off in a whole nother direction. That is not the way of God. Then they're going to wind up getting you confused. They're going to wind up getting you thrown off balance. They're going to make you think, oh, you can serve God and still do what you want to do. Not so. What causes individuals to be lukewarm? Let's cover that right before, you know, it's time for us to go. What causes to be lukewarm? One, little to no studying when you used to study all the time. You somebody who are just content. When I say study, I mean you're actually 
reading the word of God, putting in time, you're, 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 you're taking notes, you're, you know what I'm saying, you're trying your best to break the word of God down and things like that according to what you've already been taught. You're really trying to dive deep and get the meat and potatoes of what God is trying to say in the word of God. You're trying to get the full meaning of what God is saying in the word of God. But see, what happens is, is folks, they start losing interest in that. They stop doing that. They stop trying to dig into the word of God and they go from, from studying to just reading. Reading is okay. It's okay. But just to read all the time, see, here's the thing. You went from studying to reading. So you went from studying to where you would study, you know what I'm saying, several chapters for several hours. Now you went from studying to just reading for a couple of hours. Then you go from reading for a couple of hours to reading for an hour, maybe. Then you go from reading for an hour to reading for a couple of minutes. Then it goes from reading for a couple of, you know what I'm saying? It goes from where, here it is. Let's just say, for example, you used to study in a week's time. You used to study about 30, 40 chapters a week. Now you only read maybe about five, six chapters every now and then. You were given time to God at one point in time. You've drawn back. No more fervent prayers. Now, mind you, you can only get fervent prayers being on fire for God. Your prayers went from you just constantly, you're just in prayer, Lord, and, and you're giving praise and thanks. You're like, Lord, you know, forgive me for my sins. Watch over this and that to where it's just like, now I lay me down to sleep and then you move on. You get what I'm saying? You go from like hardcore, like Lord, and you just like, you know, you're pouring your soul out to God. You're calling out for God's grace and mercy or whatever it is that you would normally pray for. So now it's just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a quick, uh, 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 thank you, Jesus type prayer. And then you move on. You spent time in prayer. You spent time on your knees. You spent time in your closet with God, communicating with God, telling God your request of what you want from him. You went from telling God, Lord, I want to be of better use to you. I want to be a, 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 a I want, if, I, I want to be a, 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 a better individual in the church. I want to I want to give more time to you. I want to be, Lord, give me more love. Lord, help me to develop in faith. Help me to develop in all of these different kinds of things. Lord, I want more from you spiritually to you start talking more about houses and cars and you start talking more about natural stuff like husbands and wives. And you know what I'm saying? You go from spiritual stuff to carnal stuff. No more meditation. The way that you used to think about God, you would study and then the things that you studied, that's what you would carry with you throughout the day. You would carry that with you and, and it would give you, you know what I'm saying, you would, you would meditate on God and give God the praise, you would give God glory, you would just be thinking about him all day and just, hey Lord, I thank you for this, oh Lord, this and that, man, your word was saying this and that, man, I, yeah, and the word, you know what I'm saying, you're breaking down the word of God, you just, you know what I'm saying, it's a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, of what you didn't study or what you, you know, what the pastor didn't preach to you, you know what I'm saying, some thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying, it's just your mind is just completely wrapped around God just you're just you're just 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 forever focused on God to where your mind becomes focused on other things that are just carnal that are just constantly beating your mind down things that aren't edifying your spirit things that aren't edifying your mind things that aren't giving you encouragement to move on in God but rather instead they're disencouraging you no more being active in God is another thing. What do I mean? Meaning like, hey, you were a part of this group, that board, this. Now you ain't doing nothing in the church. 
And if you are doing this stuff in the church, if you still are on the boards, you don't care how you operate on the board. You don't care how you don't care if you get the dues paid. You don't care if the job gets done. If y'all are doing the fundraiser, you could care less. You know what I'm saying? If 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 it's time for a choir rehearsal, you're just there. Like I don't want to be here. You're complaining. You're whining. You don't want to put in the work, the time, the effort, the energy to get things done. But at one point in time, if you were part of the choir, hey, you were excited to be in the choir, and you were giving, hey, you were singing at, at your best. Now you could care less. And that's, again, that's if you're even trying to be active. Most people are just like, I quit. I'm done. I don't care. I'm not doing any of this anymore. I'm done. I do not care. It is what it is. Becoming idle. That is another thing. That is another thing. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm also checking notes. Um, that is another thing, becoming idle in God. In other words, allowing your mind to just become unoccupied. All right. An idle mind is a devil's workshop. And what happens is with that idle mind, there's too much that, uh, that Satan can come in and talk to you about. See, don't get me wrong. If you let Satan talk, if you let him, notice what I said, if you let him. Satan will start telling you things that will start to sound like either A, he'll start telling you lies and they start to sound like the truth or B, he'll start telling you things that are the truth but he'll tell you he's telling you the truth to turn you away from God. He's telling you the truth but he's telling you the truth in a deceitful way to get you to Stop going forward in God. Stop doing more for God. I'm going to preach a message uh, one day very soon about uh, uh, how Satan tells us the truth. I'm going to preach a message about that because, you know, don't get me wrong. Satan doesn't always lie. But when he tells you the truth, it's for a deceptive cause. He's not telling you the truth to bring you into the knowledge of something. He's telling you the truth to deceive you. And that's the sad part. Satan will lie to you to deceive you and he will tell you the truth to deceive you. Because somehow, some way, he's going to tell you the truth and then wind up turning you to a lie. That's what he's going to do. He'll use the lie as his foundation. I mean, he'll use the truth as a foundation for a lie. Like I said, I'll get into that in a whole nother message. But... You know, but these are the ways that, that individuals become lukewarm. You know what I'm saying? They wind up losing their footing in God to where it's like they allow Satan or they allow other people to influence them to pull back. That's not what we want. You didn't get saved to draw back in God. You didn't get saved to become lukewarm. You got saved to stay on fire for God and move forward. You got saved to be an individual that is forever pressing forward. We don't draw back. We're not of them that draw back into perdition. In other words, we're not them that draw back into damnation. We're them that press forward. And salvation is the saving of the soul. We do not look back. Notice what even Jesus Christ said. Any man, you said, any man who puts his hands to the plow and looks back. So notice, going back, even looking back, is an abomination in the eyesight of God. We don't want to ever, there's nothing behind us. 
There is nothing behind us. And I mean us as individuals. Because see, even you get some people who are listening to this who are like, well, the word of God is behind us. The Bible said the word of God was written for our ammunition. In other words, it was written for our instruction. It was written for our, our learning and for our knowledge so that we know how to press forward in God. I'm talking about you as an individual. There is nothing for you as an individual that is behind you that is going to benefit your future, especially not in God. The lifestyle you live isn't going to benefit you with if you gave that lifestyle up. The people you used to date, the people you, the, the, the four or five husbands you marry, the four or five wives you messed around with, the drinking, the smoking, the sinful lifestyle, the only thing that that's good for is a testimony for you to say, I came out and I'm living for God now. That's all that's good for now. This is how I was back then. This is how I am now. It's a testimony. That's it. Other than that, there's no reason why we need to go back. There's nothing back there. Because what you're telling God when you backslide, there's something that's there's something else that's greater than you. You're telling me, you're telling me it takes all this. I'm telling you it doesn't. I'm going back to doing this, but I'm still gonna profess to you because back then there's still some good stuff back there. No. Paul said, I count all things but done. What do you think things that he's talking about? The things that are behind him in his past life. I count all those things but done. They're, they don't mean nothing to me. That I might proclaim the works of Jesus Christ. In other words, that I may proclaim the goodness of God, that I may preach the word, that I may live for God, that I may show my service unto God. Make sure that if you, make sure those of you that are saved, you stay saved. Stay on fire for God. Don't just be saved and be content with being saved. Be on fire for God all the way. Everything that you do in God, you give God your all. You're 100% all. Never give up. Don't ever give up. When Satan is telling you to give up, that's your time to push forward. Push harder. When Satan is trying to influence you, when people are coming around you telling you, don't do this, do it more. Because now that means that you, 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 you struck a nerve somewhere in the, skin, in the kingdom of Satan. Oh, you shouldn't pay your tithes. Start putting more in the tithes. Why are you giving all this time to God? Give more time to God. Why are you going to church? Find more reasons to go to church. Do whatever he's telling you to do. You go and do opposite. Put your, and put your all into it. Put your whole heart into it. It'll pay off for you in the end. This is Reverend Lyle Lewis. Hey, guys, I thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, stay tuned. I'm going to, like I said, since now I don't have my Facebook, you know, things are kind of wonky. But I promise you, there's great things coming. Uh, be looking out, if you have Roku TV, be looking out for Lutown Productions. Just type it in and, you know, we will type the channel up. Right now, we don't really have nothing on there. But we're getting to the point where we're going to start putting on stuff on there. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Be looking out for Lutown Productions TV on Roku Television. I'll check you guys later. Be safe, stay saved. God bless.